0: Hi! Welcome to Fortified Niche, and let's get ready to Rumble Slam! I'm Kassa, hosting today for some reason, joined by my illustrious co-host, JC Dent.
1: Hey! How are you and such? Uh, well, you know, uh, miniature wargaming. How are you?
0: I'm, I'm tempted to say that we're in something of a renaissance, but, I don't know. Modern stuff seems better. (laughs) Oh, good. Modern stuff seems more uniformly good.
1: I'm just, uh, like, you know... I'm happy about the Elder Guardian reveals yesterday because, as a person who doesn't play any doesn't play any of the big 40k rule sets, I'm still excited about some of the miniatures. Um, and other than that, yeah, stuffs stuffs okay. With
0: plastics, no TWW with plastics.
1: Yeah, yeah. If there's one thing they can do is plastics. If there's two things. Hmm. There isn't. There isn't a second thing that they can.
0: I mean, if you do one thing, you do it really well. That's how you become a multi-billion dollar company, I guess.
1: And too big to fail. But anyways, uh, today's subject matter is only very tangentially related to anything, G-Dubs.
0: Yeah. Uh, Unless you like roided-up superheroes, punching other roided-up superheroes, then... Well, I guess there's that connection. Yeah, Rumble Slam! Rumble Slam from TT Combat, the cool UK MDF manufacturer who've also started making... Just really cool games.
1: I, either that, or I think they're just uh, taking games that died with other companies and then continuing publishing them. I, I think Dropfleet and uh, Drop Zone Commanders yeah, started with something else. Spartan Games, if I remember correctly, and then those guys managed to kill themselves once or twice as a company. I think, I
0: think Dropzone wasn't Spartan, it was just Hawk.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, definitely get what you mean. They're picking
1: up where bad companies left off.
0: I mean, why not? Like, good games are good games. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And it's not the, not the first time things have changed publishers and been improved. Ah, so Rumble Slam. Rumble Slam is your attitude era or late 80s it's WWE fantasy crossed with all of your favorite um, fantasy tropes, like orcs and goblins and... Um, XP for your Dragon Ball characters, which is quite
1: fun. Yeah, that's uh, that's basically that. It's fantasy wrestling. Uh, yeah. Or you could say like, you know, it's uh, it's 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 like Blood Bowl but wrestling.
0: Yeah, that's really the easiest comparison. Both played on grids, both rolling special dice.
1: Um, both can probably be played yeah. with the same miniatures.
0: Absolutely. Probably the same board, even just like pushing it
1: in a bit closer. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, especially since it's based on uh, grids and stuff. Now, full disclosure, and it's something that uh, Casa worried about is that we uh, use the, the free, freely available rules. So we don't have uh, an insight into the art or the. Uh, world of rumble, rumble slam only as much as you can gather from uh, the rules and looking at the miniatures which is now i think from the intro it's uh, more obvious that you know about wrestling more than i do but uh what's strange to me is that the uh wrestling teams are uh categorized uh, or so split by casinos that are funding them which is uh i think a weird which is a weird thing for me but hey, maybe, maybe there's a Las Vegas wrestling scene where, like, Caesars Palace hosts their own casino and Big Bass Pro Shop has has their own team. And, uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to take on it. Because I guess contemporary wrestling is, like, you have your indies, you've got your AEW, and you've got your WWE. And if you fight for AEW, you don't get to fight for anyone else. But it's also, like, New Japan have, like, Wrestlers come and between them. There was Luchador Underground for a while. Uh, my wrestling knowledge is very, very like surface level. I will get things wrong, and
1: I don't really care. Because, yeah, <laughs> it's all the game. As long as you maintain the kayfabe, you're going to be fine. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's... Uh, that's, that's basic. But as, as far as I understand, the game allows you to pick... Uh, they can mix casinos only have certain benefits for staying with a single one.
0: Yeah, no reason you can't just buy this game and just pick all your favorite models or your favorite um, Hulk Hogan, Brady Piper, knockoffs, and be like, I'm just bringing these guys. One of each, but you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, this game one, is is a bit wild in places because uh, like, for example, you have, you know, uh, Kaiser's Palace, which is basically the uh, Warhammer Fantasy humans or like, you know, basically Warhammer Fantasy Empire team, but it also has stuff entirely out of left field, like the Dragon Brawlers tag team, which is Goku and, uh, what's Uh, the other and Trunks, the state man, which you say is, uh, uh, Bucky in some sort of uh, Captain America arc, yeah. and the Greek, which okay, is yeah. like, "Hey, did you like 300? We're well, here. Well, here's Leonidas. His cape is blue this yeah, time. Quite, you can't see us."
0: Yeah, legally distinct all these characters and creations. Yeah, it's just like the variety of inspirations interest. Yeah, it, it
1: it it goes into strange places, but um, as an Infinity player, I don't think I can give them any shit about it, considering that uh, well, as as uh, for the past few years, uh, they, uh, Corvus Pelli has not, ha, has, hasn't has even tried to hide their inspiration between, uh, I mean, their inspiration for certain units, like, hey, uh, this isn't Ghost in the Machine unit, or, yeah, hey, hey right. this Riot girl is certainly not uh, Yolandi in power armor, yeah, eh? or like the, uh, Haben Rider, Rider. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: There's um, there's an honesty to it as well, which is fine. Like they've got their knockoff blade, who is Fang, and works with the um, undead slash orc the, faction.
1: Ro- yeah, yeah, because like there are five casinos in the game right now. So the Kaiser's Palace is like you know, fantasy fantasy humans and dwarves rolling. Rolling Bones is orcs and the undead, and like orcs as in like real fantasy orcs. Uh, Gamora is your uh, problematic uh, casino, I'd say. It's, uh, yeah, your, your dark elves and your uh, other
0: badass ladies.
1: Yeah, the forest, the forest soul, which is supposed to be a Aztec pyramid, uh, gives you lizardmen, uh, lizardmen, and some and some tree men. And I think Shamble is supposed to be the swamp thing or something. And uh, eventually you have the Feral Den, which is Beastman and Skaven. Yeah, and
0: they real cool. They have some like cool like experimental dudes, like Beast- uh, big Nurgle monsters, shark dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you know it's <laughs> it's an interesting. Uh, the, the groupings are. Uh, interesting uh, uh, I'd say because you usually don't see them go together like that except for the like you know humans and dwarves those are basically welded at the hip as far as fantasy is concerned But uh, yeah, yeah yeah so, um, so, so that, it looks so, like they're
0: adding um, new factions even
1: uh, I did not check that so I can't comment Oh,
0: this. Just on their store they've got um two extra casinos both them have like three models apiece so
1: ah the Diamond Oasis and Muta Carlo. Well, Monte Carlo is, uh, you know, halflings because you know, get it, the the the, the mood in in fantasy. Yeah, well, that's that, that's the place where the uh, halflings live. Yeah, so that's that. Yeah. And the Diamond Oasis. Yeah, like, and the Diamond Oasis like, is just Egypt.
0: Yeah, and Scorpion King, under the rock, when he was a half Scorpion dude, which is very very funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, looks more looks looks more realistic than the uh, CGI model used in the film.
0: Oh well, the other percent.
1: Low bar, low bar. <laughs> so yeah, it seems like the game is uh, the game offers a lot of like you know variety in what you want in a wrestling team and uh, and then it, it 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 has a healthy support flow and stuff. I think it's it has been updated yeah. a few times both the rules and the cards uh so yeah
0: a lot of expansions adding a lot of new content the game seems to have a really vibrant and um community that's really into the game <sighs> shout out to dave's games who loves this game so much every time you're in the store he'll bring it up I'm like have you tried rumble slam it's like
1: no i don't but it looks want... fun.
0: it's fun like
1: yeah, yeah. well uh let- Let's see who the next breakout star will be. Fantasy basketball, fantasy curling.
0: Oh, I hope it's ice hockey. That would be so much fun. (laughs) An excuse to actually have, like, fights. It's not like, oh, you know, sometimes. Like, no, you got that. You fucking said that, dude. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. The undead on ice.
0: (laughs) They said it would be ice capades and then a fight broke out. Or game of hockey broke out.
1: Well, uh, playing orcs uh, uh, in fantasy ice hockey would be even more fun because... A thrown goblin becomes a lot more dangerous when he has ice skates on.
0: Oh, that's... Yeah, that's not going to be a fun time for anyone that he walks into. Next <laughs> with.
1: Speaking of throwing goblins, yeah, so...
0: That's the thing you can do. You can throw your teammates. Um, so mechanically, the game is pretty simple. You've got a pool of dice you roll. Every character has attack, defense, grapple, dexterity, stats, and that's like you roll... Silver dice, copper dice, or gold dice. And those have differing levels of successes on them. And one success is cancelled by the opponent's successes. So you're just going for whoever has the most after cancelling. Characters have a weight, which is what you need to do if you're trying to lift them and they don't want to be lifted. Or pinning. I'll throw so you can see... Yeah, I'll pinning, true. Our um, throw value,
1: so how far they can throw a model in squares, because it's all played on the grid.
0: Uh, and a pop value,
1: which I... I think pop- popularity value has been deprecated in the rules because, like,
0: yeah,
1: uh, we, because we played with the cards present in the tabletop simulator module, which feels updated to the point, and it. Uh, and g- popularity value is basically your statue role for crowd pleaser or heal moves, uh, and uh, and uh, those are just listed now on the crowd pleaser, uh, p- crowd pleaser stats on the cards. Yeah, models
0: um, also have, um, an AP value so you have action points most of them have four to five or more from memory i don't see many pe- many people below um
1: well uh, it's for the big chunks that you, they get AP free so that's like your trolls golems, and other stuff that take multiple squares on the grid
0: which is exciting so your um the movement value is generally the same plus or minus one yes yeah. feels fine um there's lots of ways to improve your movement by like bouncing off the ropes or leaping off the turnbuckle or being pushed. Um yeah, units have a dosh value, so you have like a million bucks for a game and everyone costs a certain value. Like 150 125 was my cheapest, and then 350 was my most expensive guy. Tag teams have a discount. Uh, and then your abilities, which are really interesting because there are lots Oh, they're not simple. They are simple, they're not like, complex. So um, the older cards it out in a really confusing way, and the newer cards are very clear.
1: Yeah. Um, well, one, th- one really good thing about this game is that every f- basic game, everything you need to know about a guy is on the card. Uh, and since... And uh, when it comes to these special abilities, like, you know, everybody can do the basic brawling maneuver or the basic grapple, which does one damage, yeah. whoop-de-woo. But uh, the rulebook marks like grapples or brawls or whatever or rope attacks with a certain symbol so if your character has an ability that interacts with a rope attack or is a replacement for rope attack you just have the symbol on the card so you immediately know that if i'm going to bounce off the ropes i'm going to be using this one instead of the regular one or i guess maybe it's just an option you can use and you can choose between those two but uh yeah everything you need to know is on the card, as long as you remember the rules, and the rules aren't overly long.
0: Yeah, the rules are also um nothing in our playing made me stop and go. Well, what, what what are they trying to make us like crystal ball out of this game? Like, oh no, that's that's easy. Like the mistakes I had were because I can't read. So
1: and uh, the, uh, the mistakes I had was also not was also because I can't read, yeah. but also because mm-hmm. uh, I can't count. So like you know. I can I can vaguely grasp that rolling a silver is better than rolling a copper, but <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Because but, but yeah. they're special dice. They're all d sixes. There's four kinds of d six. Um, your copper has three blank sides. Your silver has two blank sides. I think your gold has one blank side.
1: I think so. And there's yeah. a
0: crowd dice, which is um, I'm not quite sure how that worked out. I think it was two of each type. So there's like there's a boo, there's a cheer, and there's a
1: Blank, blank spaces there. and I, yeah. I don't know how many chairs and booths are there per side but yeah the most you can get on the regular yeah. dice like you know uh, is 3 the least you can get is blank and it's 1-2 and it, the dice differ on how many good results you can get uh,
0: and yeah gold dice goes up to 4 and has like a single 0 and only 1-1 one, one. so more gold dice more sure. better
1: yeah um uh, and every and everything in the game is expressed in that, like your your uh, your dude's attack value is going to be uh, well, not written out; it's represented in symbols. Like uh, your guy is like yeah. uh, two silvers and a copper, like the uh, Gorgon or throwing shade used to have in the in, 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 the, in the last game we played. Uh, so it's mm-hmm. easy to read, easy to grasp, as long as you remember what the Uh, rules are are, are all about Uh, and I think I'm going to say that this game is a lot more forgiving than Blood Bowl is because the number one rule that you must know for Blood Bowl and which is not written in the book is that you leave all the actions that you need to roll dice for last and uh, that's not the case in this game because while rolling dice can be dangerous, it isn't that dangerous, especially if you're uh, if you're if you know what you're doing. And also, it's because yeah. activations are different. You uh, you alternate activating your dudes. So like you know, hmm. I I, th- I move my wrestler, you move your wrestler, and you are very freeform with how you spend your uh, movement points and action points because you can move, punch, move, punch, move, punch. And while there is a certain mechanic that prevents you from just using this, th- that is there to prevent you from using the same attack just endlessly for the entire turn. Uh, yeah, it's you can even try to do that, it's just going to be more difficult to do it, so it's uh, more freeform, and what surprised me is that there are no zones of control.
0: Yeah, which I guess makes sense, it's trying to emulate that sort of um, real rumble kind of vibe Everyone's just like trying to punch everyone else, like watching everyone else rather than sort of, I'm fighting you now. And then we we play where we're standing. So it's much more of a brawl than sort of a one-on-one.
1: Yeah, uh, I I don't know how often the do re- wrestling matches involve six people per side. Not often. But yeah. With that tagging in and out. Yeah. Uh, that also, tag- tagging in and out exists in this game. Uh, especially yeah. especially when you buy tag teams, which are like uh, two dudes. Uh, you can either pay full price and have them on the field or you can get one of the guys to be on the sideline and uh, then you get the discount of 150 which is basically it's almost enough to buy a regular joe fighter man
0: uh, it's, um, it's also a lot of rerolls yeah
1: it's also like free re- you can buy free rerolls with that if not more
0: the 25 h that's like six.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. one hundred fifty discount. Uh, if you don't cheat, it's great. Uh, <laughs>
0: I didn't cheat. I made a mistake.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and oh, and also since it's uh, since it's uh, close to blood bubble, you have uh, sponsorships and you have re rolls. Sponsorships are used once per game, and you have to declare it at the start of the turn. And it can be, and they're usually. Uh, don't feel too powerful because you usually you roll a dice and it says how many guys are affected, and uh, and most of them just add one to some of the to a stat for a turn. Uh, yeah. Except for Eagle Airways, which just lets you reposition the number of guys you rolled on a gold dice to anywhere else in the map, which can be really powerful if you have the initiative. You don't know if you have the initiative yet because that's done before you roll for initiative, but it can still it can really it can really be powerful if you want your guys out of trouble or conversely into trouble.
0: Yeah, we both took out for our so they can be played from round two onwards on the second turn, which is it's a fun way of doing it. So like Trumpet Momentum and the, they can turn it or improve it or make it worse. Yeah, it's a hundred and four square grid. We played on This twenty five mil squares. Everyone's on 25 oases, or big guys are on 50 mil squares, or rounds. big ones take up a lot
1: more. Yeah, which means they can attack more, they can block passages, they can... And if they have weird special abilities, it's going to affect more people. Like, hmm. Throwing Shade, which is uh, the waifu from between dimensions, I guess, uh, can, <laughs> if, if, if the dice are good, can basically... Teleport people, so imagine if you have uh, if you have her surrounded by your entire team and the uh, teleportation ability goes off and then everyone, of, everyone from your team just scatters around the table as you like it. Yeah,
0: that almost worked for you.
1: Almost. Didn't, though. I guess the wrestlers uh, come in varying complexity because the first game we played, we played with uh, the miniatures that would be in the starter kit if you bought it, and those are fairly simple guys, I guess uh the i don't recall them having any of any real uh crowd pleaser abilities and they also had abilities that are almost always on like either the orc brawler or the grappler can automatically succeed in checks to throw to throw friendly wrestlers of equal or lesser weight so uh, yeah, goblin uh, goblin tossing is fully, fully supported in this game and easier to do than it is in Blood Bowl, and it is uh, and it is fun because one of those things you wouldn't think are that important in a wrestling game is mobility.
0: Yeah, it's very surprising how um, how encouraged you are to be moving around the board, sorry, the ring, squared circle at all times.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's like. You can be throwing people around, you can be bouncing off the ropes voluntarily or involuntarily. Uh, You can even uh, climb on the turnbuckle to do a jump. It is technically possible, though uh, probably not recommended, to throw a friendly dude on a turnbuckle so they could then activate their massive turnbuckle abilities because... Turnbuckle abilities, I think, deal the most damage, but they're the hardest to pull off because the enemy has to be within range, and you have to get there and climb on top and then jump, which is like at least a free action point expenditure.
0: Yeah, because you to climb and then go for the attack. The uh, Dragon Brawlers have their move. Like Goku charges his Spirit Bomb, gives up a turn to like make his attack even better. Yeah, he's got to make sure no one comes and punches a turnbuckle, so you fall off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. being thrown out of the ring, because it's a Royal Rumble, is an immediate uh, out-of-the-game. So you've got stamina, which you can take down, or you can just throw them out of the ring, and then they're
1: gone for the game. Well, uh, the thing is that, as far as we read the rules, you can't really punch someone out of the game. You have to either... Once once you uh, roll down their stamina, which is their HP track, you either try to pin them to to put them out of the game, or you try to lift it and throw them out of the ring to put them out of the game, which was, which is something we ended up doing. Basically nobody stayed KO'd for any length of time in the game, because one guy punches them out, the other guy lifts them and throws them out.
0: Yeah, we had one of your um, characters stand back up after being
1: KO'd, but you get
0: one HP back and it's not it's not yeah, wh- a a difference sometimes.
1: Well, yeah, one stamina is uh, one punch away from going back into the lift and uh, lift and toss uh, area. We did get to try out things like what happens when a lifted character activates. Like, <laughs> we also had a fun experience with the uh, dice danger mechanic, where one of my one of my dark dark elf sadists tried to do a, a quite powerful uh, rope attack, and then rolled extremely terribly and basically took herself out because, uh... Yeah, the reversal
0: system is, um... It's really fun. Beatdowns and reversals. Uh, beatdown is if you get four or more successes than the opponent, you get extra damage and they take... Yeah, or, um... That's uh, the, like... Reversals
1: Yeah, uh... That's not so only, if like... if I rolled a four and you rolled a zero, it's great. It's everything.
0: Yeah. So.
1: And, if I, and if you rolled eight and I rolled a zero... Yeah... So like I think I yeah. I, I think I attacked a, a golem with a sadist and I rolled a, and the my attack ro- I rolled so badly that you had a seven point advantage or something, which means that her attack bounced back at her <laughs> and that took her out and then I think you just tossed me out of the ring.
0: Yeah, I had one of my characters pick up the lot of your characters, just told them in the air. It's like oh well you know at some point I'll get a chance to throw you out, but for now. <laughs> Yeah, reverse the same way. If you succeed by four or more than your opponent, like their activation ends and the attack hits them, and then you get a crowd pleaser, or all kinds of cool, all kinds of cool fun things. Like you know, you grab the guy's punch and it's like, ah, now I am in control. Punch, punch, punch.
1: Yeah, that like uh, like we said, there is a the, there is some fun mobility and there is a, uh, of some fun choices in the attacks. Though I did feel that we eventually landed up in a pattern of what felt like good moves that do good stuff like one of the things first things you do from deployment is find a good area to do a rope attack which or rope bounce which gives you like uh, as far as we understand five f- five uh five squares of movement that's entirely free from your from your movement pool you just pon- spent one one ap to bounce off the ropes and so you just fly almost half the ring because the ring is like what 11 squares across. Uh,
0: yeah, it's
1: not very big. Or maybe you could to walk well,
0: to the diagonal and punch someone.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's so you bounce yourself, then you walk up to someone, then you punch them. Uh, and, it's, and it and and if you can hit and and if you can rope attack into an enemy, that's be, that's even better because a lot of wrestlers have rope attacks, and even if you don't have a rope attack, just bouncing into an enemy adds a, a copper die to your attack, which is hey, it's even better now.
0: Free dice is free dice. Yeah, so it's a 10 by 10 grid with four turnbuckle spaces.
1: Right, right. So, Um, yeah,
0: so five move, it gets you to the middle space, and then your action move can probably get you to where you want to be. There's also no reason you can't rope, move, rope, move, rope, move. The crowd will start to be unhappy.
1: Yeah, if you you try to repeat the action for the third time, you need to roll the boo, cheer, die, which is the crowd die and stuff, because it starts counting as a dirty move, and all dirty moves require you to uh rolled it she or die to pull off, which was a bit which was a bit difficult with like I mentioned my sadist because some of her I, I think at least two of her abilities are dirty by default. So even that rope yeah. attack which led to her knocking herself out of the ring uh, could could have not gone off because you know it was dirty. Yeah,
0: I quite I quite like it as a sort of mechanic to prevent you just going like, well I've got six AP. And my best move only costs two. Good luck. <laughs> mm. It's like, no, nah, the crowd will get bored if you just like doing your um elbow drop over and over again. Mix it up a little bit.
1: Yeah. Well like I said, I, I, I just dislike the thing that ours was basically rope attack and then throw any KO'd people per uh, person out of the ring. Oh I think you did try pinning someone out at least one.
0: And you pinned someone in that first thing. So. Yeah.
1: It's possible and it's more action in economy but It's a more action economy uh, benefits because uh, pinning only costs one AP, but but to lift and toss someone, you have to first lift them for a single AP and then toss them for another one. Uh, Yeah,
0: and if they consciously try to throw them out, they get a a save against it?
1: Yeah, it's more difficult. Uh, Obviously, it's more difficult to throw out people who are uh, against that, who are still in power uh, in the control of their faculties and their limbs. And I think you don't even. And if you try to lift a conscious character, you you need to roll the again the crowd pleaser die. So like you know you can't just you can't just walk up to an elf, uh, just grab them and toss. Them. <laughs> you you have to punch the elf out first. Of course you know if the dice favor you, you can probably eat a full on healthy opponent out of the ring. But then they can still try to save that. Unconscious opponents can't yeah. do that.
0: Um, there's no reason you can't pick up your friend and try and throw your friend. Enough for them to be able to act or do stuff, Because so they can just like let you succeed
1: in the role. Yeah, that's what they, they not resist. That's what they did with the goblins in the first game, like uh, uh, tossing them around to get them to the uh, to the center of the ring, to, to closer to act to action, which is what you should be doing with goblins in any game that features them.
0: <laughs> and then if they hit the
1: opponent, the opponent takes some live ammunition damage, which is very funny. Uh, it, it, it is a bit it is a dicier proposition with goblins because you only deal uh, the projectiles' weight in damage and goblins are weight one. And the goblins and the thrown character only takes one damage, so it's basically just using your team member as a pebble.
0: What we realized late into our second game of playtesting is if you throw someone, if you throw anything against the ropes or push them against the ropes, they get to make a free rip bounce, which is very funny.
1: Yeah, uh, and it's... it's good action economy if you do it with your, own, with, with your own dudes because if you bounce them off the ropes and they then and in their uh, and once they bounce, if they collide with someone, they automatic. If they collide with an enemy, they automatically do an attack. So you can take an unactivated uh, goblin or an elf or something like lift them up, toss them. They bounce off the ropes and they automatically do one boosted attack against someone. It's less exciting when you do that to the enemy because they. <laughs> They don't, but you can position them for uh, a later smackdown. So you know, if you have a character that already activate if you have an enemy character that already activated, right? You can lift that sucker up, throw them at ropes, and then maybe uh, bounce them off somewhere closer to one of your dudes that have hasn't activated yet, so that they could do some damage on their next activation. Uh, it may sound a little confusing here, but it's actually. A lot more clearer than anything to do with Blood Bowl.
0: Yeah, it's it's just so so the free PDF rules, which are also the same as Carnival, they're very clear about the way things work and there's very little wasted wordage or verbiage in explaining the rules. It's like if you have a probability you can pay the costs of that instead of anything else. There's no like well, what does it mean when it says not to half another game, some other games don't think that don't realise it not everyone has played the game forever. And don't realize that not everyone's going to have an expert teaching them. And yep. This game is very clear about like, no, this is probably gonna be like Christmas morning present. Crack it open, read the rules, get straight into it. Yep. Like, without having to be like, ah, oh, dear Reddit, what does it mean when it says that I should love to see.
1: Like even the in a, even a, I think I think one thing we used to we used to gouge whether effects go off or not is the color of the icon. Because grapples, lifts, and others are, have green icons, and the attacks have red icons. So if if uh, the book says that something works against attacks or is influenced by attacks or something, you can just guess by the icon of the action.
0: Yeah, and the um and the reference cards they give the little playing card size ones they're really effective. They give it all there laid out nice and simply.
1: Yeah. Uh, the only the only thing about expert play that you noted, like you know, uh back when we played the second game is that they're absolutely lying about how long the game will last because like hey a million a million a million dosh game will last about a half an hour, which is like, yeah, maybe if you've played the game like five hundred times already. Because our first match (laughs) lasted a lot longer. And like, yeah, maybe it would be faster go doing this live, but uh I don't know if it would be that fast. Maybe
0: 45 minutes per person is what they should be saying in these games. Yeah. Some board games nowadays.
1: Yeah, but other than that, like, you know, uh, it moves at a fairly fast pace. As, yeah, as long if, as you if, don't if, think too pla- much.
0: Yeah, if you're stressing and getting exacting placement for all your all your guys and making sure the synergy are synergizing, it's like, well, it's not really that kind of game... You could, you could take it to a tournament or like a one day event thing, and sure you could do that, but you know pick up your man and smash them against the other man
1: You could agonize about like placements and square ag- and square economy and other stuff like that. So maybe moving dia- diagonally is more economical than just moving from square to square and something like that. In which case, I don't want to play with you. Uh, <laughs> I'm still
0: saying all that like the game is still really tightly written the game is still like very clear in what it's saying it does, yeah. It's not hiding behind like no, it's, it's a fun. It's a friendly game Like it's a non competitive game, but it's not saying that it's like a shield of like th- that's why we're not gonna like explain What the rules do? Or mean. <laughs> do balance yourself like, Yeah, you work it out, right? Like yeah sure an orc is worth like six half things probably
1: I as a player definitely know how to compare the 5 to 8 stats that uh, one player has to 5 or 8 stats the other player has. What I want to do is spend 3 hours on any dice, figuring out the, the exact balance between a halfling grappler and an orc brawler. Then I can assign dosh value by myself. No, Rumble <laughs> Slam doesn't do that. It, it has done everything for you yeah, the only thing it's missing is a simple web application for uh building teams because i didn't manage to find one and when i tried google thought it was like oh rumble Tham army builder did you mean drop fleet army builder and i'm like yeah those are similar games i'm gonna take my draw i'm gonna take drop fleet ships and play rumble slam with them and this is a good use of all that privacy
0: army building is incredibly simple like if you if you're a superstar, you get one copy of them. And if you're not a superstar, you can take as many as you can afford. And it's just like calculator and pencil. What is cards? Like, it's it's the easy, it's the easy way of it rather than like, okay, I'm going to take a brawler and he's going to buy a chair and the chair is going to be upgraded to be spiked. <laughs> <no>.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like the prices are, are not that, uh, I think they come at, at least in like 25,000 increments and stuff for the dudes. Yeah and uh, you can you, you can if you if you wish to do so just fill your team with goblin brawlers if you will and i don't know how that will work but then the enemy might take some so, something big and scary and then you're like <laughs> yeah you have a bunch of goblin brawlers but they're like tissue paper and some guys deal enough damage to take the with some abilities deal enough damage to take them out in one go uh, so maybe don't
0: and there's yeah, a troll 275k a goblin brawlers 125 150 so straight away the disparity's not huge
1: yeah in the in the mid in, in a mid-sized game of one one and a half million dash you can take 10 goblin brawlers though you maybe shouldn't <laughs> absolutely should I don't remember yeah, do they but, limit yeah. Team member, t- team numbers in any way. There are no restrictions on what resources you can bring
0: or the dosh you can spend. Yeah, you can spend as much as you want as long as you obey the um, superstars rules. Because everyone else is a rookie, and you yeah. can take as many rookies as you like.
1: And if both you and the opponent have the same superstar, well, obviously the one on your team is the real <laughs> one, and the other is an <laughs> imposter. That's literally what the book says. It's very fun and what was that one thing oh yeah you can really mix and match the teams together and like uh from casinos as much as you want and there's like you know the the cops ain't watching but if you take the dudes uh, but if your entire team uh, comes from a single from the single casino you get a free uh free uh it's not endorsement
0: it's uh yeah it's all
1: yeah, you got this free sponsorship, which is basically fifty uh, k worth.
0: Well, it's if you get an additional one. I'm not quite sure if you have to buy one. To get one, yeah, I yeah, one to pick another one. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I, I, the way I read it implies that if you pick guys from a single casino and then buy a sponsorship, you can then also get one free. But uh, that's probably the only really unclear part of the book.
0: Yeah, and like, that's like
1: the only unclear part of it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it so much worse lately.
1: Uh, I Oh god, yes. Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, um, speaking about clear writing, I am a Chain of Command fan, so...
0: <laughs> and it's it's such an easy thing to be like with your opponent. Okay, I've got a full scene. Do I get a free one, or do I, do I get, like, pay for one and get two? <sighs> it's like, oh yeah, we'll just decide that now, because hopefully you're playing with either adults or reasonable children if not read with children, that's your problem raising them Yeah, top, I would say.
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, RB building, easy.
0: Yeah, and excuse to buy miniatures. That's basically the whole game's concept of please buy our cool TT Combat Minis. And like, yeah,
1: there. <laughs> and And if you're and if you're playing for Gomorrah, it's not TT Combat, it's Titi Combat minis. Because uh, uh. Gomorrah is uh I don't know the most i i i don't know if i'm going to go with problematic maybe more the more questionable thing because it's all It is
0: emblematic of the sexism kind of vibe that traditional wrestling still kind of falls into where like all of the women are wearing boob tubes and they've all got huge boobs and they're a variety of jacked
1: yeah yeah they're all wearing as as little as physically possible to wear Like, you know, it's not anime armor where it's like, how is how is this even on? But like and then you can say like, oh, it's genre appropriate for wrestling. Wrestling is massively sexist or something. And then you but then you can say like, yeah, but do I need to realistically replicate wrestling's sexism or other dirty stuff on the ring for funsies in my fantasy funsi wrestling game
0: a lot of the male or masculine presenting characters are sort of that like wwe steroid growth hormones um jacked kind of appeal and like there's nothing they're all power fantasies or you can say like oh they're sexual fantasies for someone but that's not how they're presented and that's kind of like it's just lazy and you can do better and
1: you should do better yeah, they don't they don't have many of those guys that are like have both fat and muscles, I think
0: Yeah, very suck on them and there's not a huge amount of like the luchadors kind of vibe. the what now? Ah, uh, the Mexican wrestlers with the masks. And stuff. Right, like, right. They're, they're generally like there were smaller high flyers, uh until WWE made everyone look the same and ruled it forever. <laughs>
1: Of course you can uh, You can then go bitch at us about this, like, oh, but this is fantasy and it doesn't matter, like, why can't people be jacked? Well, if it's fantasy, why can't a guy be, like, the blob or whoever from the X-Men and, like, just roll around the ring or something? Oh, no. I, ju- I was just looking at the miniatures and they have the chief in uh, Free Agents. Yeah. Can, can you guess what the, the, the what the chief is?
0: I mean, it's it's a Halo guy, but that's a wild guess.
1: Uh, try to think more of a less of a specific person and more of a a uh, trope character. Oh
0: no! Oh no! It's not like a terrible travel thing, is
1: it? It is. Oh. He is uh, well. He is a wrestler naked, but he has the whole feathered hairdress going for him. Oh, why
0: would you
1: do that? So yeah. So. Uh, mm-hmm very short but yeah i get it so like you know uh well somebody can probably comment that it's eventually better than i could or like with more depth on it on the other hand we're talking about excuse to buy miniatures and one thing i pinged onto immediately is that i don't like orcs in leotards so uh (laughs) my
0: for yourself friend
1: yeah yeah well you know uh uh, this is this is a podcast that's only half about yacking your yum. So, hey, <laughs> you can do whatever. And if you're if you want to like if you want to collect, for example, orcs, there's that there's that Games Workshop thing going where you can just like you know get yourself some G Dubs orcs. As long as you as long as you uh, like you know convert them to not have uh, melee weapons in their hands. Did, and any, any orc can pass for a wrestler as long as he fits on the uh, base. And considering that uh, Blood Bowl already has a bunch of pretty neat orcs that are also pretty sporty orcs, you can just maybe ta- you can get a pretty yeah. nice Rumble Slam orc team by just taking your uh, existing Blood Bowl team and just throwing him t- into the squared circle. Yeah, and
0: the rules of frame is not well, a huge amount of Things preventing you jumping into that.
1: Yep, yep, and like you know, <laughs> and I mean, I'm 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 not the one who's playing the Batman miniature game or the MCU miniature game, but considering some of the XP characters in this, you can probably yoink a dude from that from those games and put it into here.
0: Yeah, I mean, or you could take the the Fang from this and use it in MCP as your blade
1: yeah yeah if you wanted your blade to be really, more
0: naked there's a, there's a yoda for your uh, legion games <laughs> i i do like their skeletons their orc skeletons are very cool the big big orc draw and then jack mummies and zombies
1: yeah uh it's usually it's it, it's usually a games workshop who's really good at skeletons but these are fairly nice for skeletons that are supposed to be wrestlers and the human skeleton has the uh, Borat beach pants going for him, which looks a bit different when it's a skeleton, so...
0: Yeah, I don't know, like, the minis are fine. I've assembled and played with some TT Combat guys, uh, miniature-wise, and, like, they're nice resin. Like, there wasn't much flash. Um, cleaning it up was really easy. The Carnival stuff has all been really, really nice, apart from some uh, issues with gates, like, flowing, from when they do their molds... It's like a chick with a skirt and the skirt is on the little like tab you put into the base and there's like a foot and a foot and another huge pile of resin in the middle. It's like I don't know how I'm supposed to get at that.
1: <laughs> well, uh, I can't really comment uh, comment on that, but it's probably better than dealing with the metal nonsense that I get from Corvus Belly. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's true. As the primary founder and the host of this podcast, uh, I'm going to say that uh, the official stance of the podcast is that metal is uh, nonsense, and it shouldn't exist in scales above 6mm. Yes,
0: that's the prime millimeter size to uh, stab yourself repeatedly.
1: <laughs> but but yeah, so, like, you know, go wild. Buy, buy, the, buy the official miniatures, which are fairly cheap. I think you can get five dudes for, like, 22 bongs. Uh, and yeah. and the uh, superstar characters cost like 7 per which is yeah more expensive than the r- real group but the green br- with the green bruisers for example the orc starter team is like 22 quid and gives you 2 goblins to throw around 2 orcs to throw those goblins around that's troll and that's like probably a million dash altogether
0: yeah 2 are, Um I look at this Australian guy oh, who's got it um... And it's 40 bucks for a box of five guys, and the superstars are all $12. So that's like, that's an incredibly affordable game if you're coming from like MCP or even like some of the Warhammer ones. If if your special character costs, gets you lots of change from $20 note, and I'm paying the Australia tax on a lot of stuff, but man, man, some characters are getting up there.
1: As far as collecting and painting goes, this is a very generous game, I guess, because it's like, (laughs) <laughs> you collected and painted pretty fast. There's not much to it. No,
0: like and there's no reason you can't like if you walk, you could walk into a shop for hundred bucks and have this and come out with like a lot of guys and like a lot of variety in those guys as well. You could almost oh you probably could do Oh yeah, the okay, so the Rumble Slam starter is eighty-five dollars Australian. That is that's ten minis Matt Dice cards. Like that's that's not tremendous value. But man, if you want a game to just mess around with, you're not going to get that at GW. Like,
1: yeah, no. Uh, it shows 45 quids on my end, which is like, sure, why aren't you showing me euros, but I guess cookies. Uh, but yeah, for 45 quid gets you 10 miniatures, the rules, all sorts of uh, tokens, uh, a neoprene ring mat, not cardboard, neoprene, character cards, dice, yeah, 64 acrylic counters to track all those uh, extra extra action points and extra movement points, which is something we didn't mention, but once you get like modifiers like extra action points, extra movement points, you mark it on the card and you only get that benefit on your next activation, so there's no boosting yourself to hack on your own turn. Which is,
0: that's fine.
1: It's fine. It's good. Like I mean, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot to like about this game, though. I think we didn't find it uh, particularly exciting at uh, when we were playing it.
0: Yeah. Um, we should probably go into component
1: sandwiches. So, what did you like about it? Um, I like that the rules are fairly simple, like that. Like we mentioned, it all the layout and everything, and it's and it's made to be. It's made to be easy to play. And you you read the rules it's like there's not too many pages of them and basically you read them, you know how to do it and stuff uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff just goes like, hey uh, roll the dice that are shown and beat the enemy. sometimes you beat a specific target like when you have to lift a character and roll more than their weight, that's it. So I, I liked how, at the base level, simple the rules are.
0: Yeah, I like how much the rules don't want you to get in the way of you having fun with the wrestling. Um, my first thing would be like, I'm I, honestly, I'm just kind of. I, I think the sculpts are cute, and I like the kind of like, oh, yeah, there's like a John Cena, but he's a chameleon because you can't see me. There's like a Hulk Hogan, but he's you know, but he's an orc. Like it's all, I know it's fun. The a rowdy, rowdy, papa dwarf. It's like, yeah, hell yeah.
1: Well, if I have to say a bad thing, I'm going to say the thing I said about questionable choices for some like sculpting options and stuff. Like you know, like sure uh people in infinity houses shouldn't throw stones at the cheesecake miniatures, but I will. <laughs> and like yeah. you know, choices like the chief and stuff. There may be there may be a, a space for this game to have more of a sensitivity consultant or whatever those are. And there it, and you can't and you can't say that there there's no way to better sculpt uh, sexy elven vixen or something like I don't know how those things are called well uh, well if the challenge is, if the challenge is there I f- I'm sure there are sculptors that can rise to meet it
0: yeah um it's hard not to have um, that kind of but that's like if it's, it's almost a part of the industry at the moment um for certain crowds like obviously people are are doing it yeah like it's a shame that they've fallen on that that wrestling trope
1: uh we can all i always want to see better i think you i think what is something you said last time we discussed it and it's like we can blame mcmahon on that yeah which is like
0: well yeah like like they're they're emulating like the visual styles of that period of wrestling and that's that's just how they dress people that's how the women look and that's how the men look it's like
1: yeah but people are so diverse yeah yeah it's Definitely, a thing, especially since you're not making a historically realistic WWE game that represents the leagues in the years 1993, yeah. 2002, or something like. You're doing a fantasy league, and I don't, and I don't think that many WWE wrestlers are skeletons. Not many of them were skeletons on the field. <laughs> Some of them are now. Uh, so, what was the thing you didn't
0: like? I know it's like there's a lot about the game. There's nothing that's really like a standout problem that I have with it. Beyond know, like, its it knows what kind of wrestling it wants to do and it's not interested in other kinds. Like, I haven't looked at the Luchador faction, I'm sorry, the the Carlo. To say I I don't have to look through them when we were playing the games. And even they're not super high-flying. Uh, I really, I love my high-flying wrestlers. Like, you know, Rey Mysterio Jr., everyone's favorite as a kid, just like doing cool 540s and stuff off the ropes. And even like, yeah, just, no. I, also, okay, no, my actual problem with the game is it too hard to get onto a turnbuckle and then hit someone? Ah, <laughs> I think that's a fair complaint, yeah. <laughs> all those cool turnbuckle moves and every turnbuckle thing is... You've got to get to a turnbuckle. You've got to... Which you, you can start next to one, so that's like here or there. And then it's 1 AP to climb it. And like, I look at some characters and all of their turnbuckle attacks are like 3 or 4 AP. And it's just like, man, that's a lot of... That's a lot. Like a one-off attack with no guarantees, which is fine. Like I'm not looking for like... Certainty in the
1: game. Like, yeah, it might be a bit hard to get the enemy in the range of a turnbuckle considering that it's That with the rope attacks, it's so easy to get into the middle of the ring and outside of the yeah. Turnbuckle range for some of the characters because everyone has a different ra- a- a- Range Elves, for example. Yeah, sure an elf can eat themselves eight eight inch, uh, I mean eight squares from the turnbuckle others not so much.
0: Um, so the only thing that I liked um yeah, I know, I, I like that the game is like it's punchy and it's really evocative of like the period that it wants to evoke, and the rules are all building towards like this is this is the way you want to play the game. And it works for that. Like the rules are really clear and the rules don't want to mess around offering you ways to not be like a, like a Royal Rumble wrestler guy. Like, no, you're not. No nah, no nah, it's all shit, just play this game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I like I appreciate the uh simple army buildings to it because like yeah if you want to you can go and try to tailor it to everything and to tailor it to hell and back and like but if you don't want to you just check prices put, put them all together and get in get out into the field yeah. there are there are some synergies to be mindful of i think the orcs are better at fr- or the orc throwing ability might only work when throwing orcs if uh, memory serves and uh, and, uh, but it, it, it's usually, it's not, I think it's not that often tied to having specific miniatures in your team. It's usually like, uh, when boosts happen or something, it's just like, hey, boost a guy in your team. It doesn't matter if he's an elf or a dwarf or yeah. whatever.
0: Yeah. The freedom to just pick the minis that you like. Yeah. Even like, there's no reason. They never say like this, it's like a separate choice apart from like going, like, 15 halfling grapplers. Yeah. And it's so, like,
1: man, here's my, he's my hodgepodge of dudes, because I like how they <laughs> look, like, yeah, yeah they'll probably be okay. Hey, it's wrestling, it's nonsense. So, okay, I, I checked the orc brawler, and he just automatically lifts friendly weight one or weight two wrestlers and throws them for zero AP. So that means that, fuck, you might have a team that has elves in it, and you might have an orc that's throwing elves around. So, like, go yeah. wild. That's
0: That's fun. That's, like, yeah. He's a, um, evil team-up. Like, you know. Yeah, if you ever
1: wanted to have an army of elves and uh, and orcs in the same one, and didn't want to mess with Warhammer shenanigans or, uh, touch Oathmark with, uh, at any point, there's your, there's your chance. Just don't forget to take their spears away. Or, you know, hey, if you have an untouched Warhammer fantasy army still on those square bases, just put those elves no. with with, uh, with spears and shields into the ring, pretend it's uh, some sort of Warhammer gladiatorial arena. Like, that, don't matter. Just do it. Go crazy.
0: Yeah, there's, there's a lot worse you could do if you Mordheim guys. Yeah, The yeah. faction is dead. Yeah, um, oh wait, no. Let's circle back a little bit. I hate the graphic design of the cards. Ah. The cards aren't uniform, and they're very muddled, and they're just not
1: nice to look at. <laughs> I wish they were. Yeah, I think so. I, I think card card design could look nicer, uh, especially considering the art sometimes. But uh, oh. it's it's it is a minor complaint. It is a it is a better complaint than the one you actually had, I think. But...
0: <laughs> just somebody someone. fine. Yeah. But yeah, like they've have the graphic designers for other the games that have cards with characters. They're just a lot clearer. Even if those cards, like the carnival cards, to go back to that have a lot more going on and a lot more stats but they're a lot like here is space for the card to breathe and you can look at it and be like oh okay so that's, that's, that's that i know where to look i know what it's looking for like some cards have like a stat as like an attacker's you know turn over to read the rules like you know, there's, there's some cards like you no know, here it's like this list at the bottom of like you can do a turnbuckle attack this attack this defense this that
1: it's I, think it, I think it's I think that, um, if I understand correctly, that the newer cards are doing, which is listing the whole attack stat line on the front of the card, which is massively better than some of the other cards who uh, list that you have a turnbuckle attack, uh, but then you have to flip the card to find out what it actually does. Yeah,
0: I mean, if, if it's the new things, it makes a lot of sense. Um, i not completely understand that games evolve and change in designs. Yep. Go things, but, you know, maybe go back and update the old stuff when you get a chance. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah
0: spend more money,
1: uh-huh. <laughs> would we play this game? Well, if I go, if I was going to say like, I'm uh, not a sports person of any sports, the closest the closest I get to being excited about sports is about a new Unreal Tournament release, but I'm not interested in watching people play it <laughs> or something like So sports games are always a hard sell for me. Even Blood Bowl, the only way to play Warhammer Fantasy these days, I guess, i don't know if i'd probably play it if a friend had the miniatures and like i didn't have to invest any of it And I'm like so a friend says like hey could like maybe come over and play, play some rumble slime and i'd be like yeah i guess i can do it uh yeah
0: like it's definitely a game of, like i i would play it i don't have the funds to buy into another game and nothing is grabbing me so much i'm like yes i must have this but like i definitely like
1: Go on like a club day or something. You'd be like, "Hey, I've got Rumble Slam. I'll play Rumble Slam. Hell yeah, let's do it!" Present Rumble Slam as a board game, and then I'll play. <laughs> like tell me to me like, "Hey, oh, yeah. I have this. Uh, I have this board game. It's called Rumble Slam, and I'm said, huh, that's a name I've never heard before.' Come on, let's do it."
0: <laughs> sure, yeah, but wrestlers is boosters and blind boxes would be great.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, not slamming anyone who wants to play it. It's just like uh, no. sports games are not my cup of tea.
0: Um, but no, but as far as sports games go, this is maybe, maybe the friendliest to people who aren't fans of the sport. Probably,
1: I. Just
0: I mean, like, it's playable. It's very, very playable. Even if you're sort of like not sure what you should be doing as like a wrestler man.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it is playable. It is easily explained, and it doesn't have like. I, I don't know if it has any of the meta stuff like Blood Bowl has, like, hey, if you're playing against dwarves, you're gonna have a bad time, uh, or the like, you know, only do the dice things last. Uh, no, this is this is a very easy game to get into by just reading the rules once.
0: Yeah, I wonder what the meta is for Rubble Slam. Is it 15? Um, which do?
1: Dwarfs or what? Sure. I hope <laughs> Okay, so you take 10 skeletons, (laughs) you take 10 skeletons and one elf, and then that elf, yeah, I don't know, meta is for, meta, like hell, is other people.
0: Yeah, I know, like, it's, it's, yeah, it's fun, it's fun. So yeah, it is a
1: person, I think it is a perfectly fine uh, game to, uh, like, you know, get into and start playing, because it is, at the end of the day, competently made uh, thing.
0: Also, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep harping on it. Um, eighty five bucks for a starter with a neoprene mat and ten resin minis. Like, it's more expensive than the GW's cheapest forty k and AOS starters. But you're getting a mat that you can reuse. Like for other things, you can throw it down in your MCP games or your you know Batman games to have like a cool event to focus on. And it's not just like using the box as the terrain, which is still just oh, I'm so annoyed by that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, the box. Uh, the box has the terrain thing comes from the AOS starter, right? Yeah, and um, the forty K one doesn't too. So hey, the, yeah, like... the 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 lower box is a building. You can step on it. Aha! Mm, amazing. Ju- just like the two thousand and seventeen Necromunda box had the lower tray to be like, hey, this you play your scenario in this tray, and that's like, what's the introductory scenario? Oh, you just shoot each other a, a bunch, and you're like, hmm, this feels like it's kind of shit.
0: Yeah, this, this doesn't feel that way. This feels like here is a boutique offering of, like, unique guys, don't need many dudes for faction, don't need to go, don't need to spend thousands of dollars to get a competitive army, you can probably make it with a hundred bucks and get change, get so much change from a hundred bucks for, like, your ten dudes. Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, I like, circling back to the neoprene mat. it's, you're getting the entire battlefield you'll need for the game right there and then. Like no other starter says that no other starter comes by with a like six by four board that has all the buildings you'll ever need on it. It's just like, hey, yep. neoprene man, bam, done. You'll never need anything else. Yep. What you what you gonna do? At buy a point, fortification. And buy the, um...
0: <laughs> yeah, and you can go and buy like the MDF terrain for it, like the cool MDF ring, which does look does look fun. Has a spot for your turbuckles.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean if you want yeah, if, like, if 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 you want if if you can play I mean if you can paint the MDF I've never tried but like yeah you possibly. can the uh the uh, championship ring is cheap and I think they show that you can well maybe you can't really lay that neoprene mat on it but maybe you can uh and there's also a deluxe ring which comes with or uh, with a space to put all of your game shit in it so Oh wait, I think it's actually designed to so that you could layer the neoprene, neoprene mat from the starter box onto the uh, MDF ring which is like, damn.
0: Yeah, that's smart. That's,
1: that's smart. some thinking with it's portals. Really it's right away there. by
0: the quality of TT Combat starters of modern day. Like, I can't all this to seem like, just, man, man, for a game it's like, right, I want to play today. Boom, let's go. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's great. I'm like,
0: okay, now here's your 40 guys and here's some clippers and some glue.
1: Yeah. Enjoy. Like, yeah, it, if it was any more friendly, it would come with painted miniatures and an opponent.
0: Yeah, <laughs> frankly, that's not too much to expect, I believe.
1: Yeah, and I guess uh, one thing I'm going to say for, for the end is I didn't expect that uh, we, we'd talk about the game that, that much. I thought I was like, hey, maybe it's okay to have a half an hour episode, but like, clearly we've gone past that mark.
0: Yeah, like, it's just, there's not a lot there, but it's clearly like a lot of interest and passion in, like, what they're talking about. And that's, like, the main thing I'm looking for in games nowadays is give-a-shittedness, like, because you care about what you want us to play.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's... I am I mean, I don't know if I'm into p- pulling entirely out of my never regions here, but, like, you know, technically the chess rules would say are pretty simple. you like, pawn doesn't have 80 different rules going for it. You don't have armor, save, and morale for pawns. But, like, you... People've been playing chess for ages and there's probably reams and reams of books written about it and like there's a lot you can there's a lot you can do with fairly simple rules as long as they've been very uh purposefully written and rigorously play tested to allow for a lot of stuff to happen. Yeah, like
0: yeah, it's just it's a whole dumb game They're in a really attractive and approachable package and you love to see it.
1: So, yeah, uh, I think that, that's it. Yeah. And that's it for Rumble Slam. That's all she carried a uh, board around the ring about.
0: That's fine. That's all things have to be. Sometimes a small game can have a lot of heart and a lot of passion and be fine with that. And that's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. All yeah, right.
0: Uh, okay. This has been Fortified Niche. I've been Kasa. You can find my links below. And this has been JC Dent.
1: Yep, uh, I'm the one to putting those links below, so uh, if you can you can find my stuff there. Uh, please buy a T-shirt. Yeah, buy some stickers. Yeah, and uh, see you all in two, two weeks, I guess. Which will, which uh, what game will be playing? All well, that's going to be a surprise for you. Oh,
0: is it a I love surprises?
1: <laughs> no, it's not for you. It's for the listener. We, <laughs> we both we both know pretty well. Let's go coming next week. Uh, so. Uh, Bye,
0: everyone. See you, man.